0: A too, wouldn't you? If the words sound queer, and
1: funny to your A bit and Welcome. Same if this music doesn't make you happy, then there's something wrong with you. You are broken inside, and you will die alone. This music will make you happy! It's time for the happy hour here on MutinyRadio.fm. It's the happiest of two hours where local comedians are going to bring you their jokes and make you laugh why (laughs) you know sometimes i question reality too i don't i don't know why why are we doing this uh your first comedian though i know why he's doing it because he's really great at making people laugh you can uh follow him on the youtubes or he puts out a new amazing video every week clap right now for Ashton Tate.
2: How boring. Be just
1: like the chicken something new to say.
3: Thank you so much, um, man. This really goes out to the internet audience on this one. This is uh, this is amazing. I hope you guys are tuning in. If you've never heard me before, you're in for a treat. Um, there are there are about 15 people out front, but uh, that's cool. Hey guys, how's it going? You guys here for the comedy show? Sweet. Come on in, sit wherever there's an open seat. Um, that's cool. Uh, you guys are doing well. Are are you guys musicians? There was a music open mic going on before this. You guys do that? Comedy. Okay, cool. Um, I do. Comedy's my main thing, but it doesn't pay the bills, so uh, I started playing guitar, and uh, I've been playing for about two weeks, which means I've learned how to make any party lose momentum. Uh, <laughs> I've heard cocaine makes my music sound better, but it's mainly because you're in the bathroom. Um, it's cool. You guys try. I'm trying to eat uh, healthy. I realize that uh, at healthy establishments, you know, they started doing that thing where they list the amount of calories on the food. And uh, I think it makes sense at, like, healthy places, but I was surprised when they did it at, uh, you know, Burger King because that, that doesn't seem... Like, I thought, you know, people would just read it like it's... Here's what happened, because uh, this guy was in line in front of me, and he was like, yeah, let me get the number 700. And they're, they're like, sir, those are, the, those are the calories. It's the number five. And he's like, ah, that's, that's not enough. Let me get a side of 250 then, because that's, that's what I want. Personally, I like uh, I like Subway, although um, you know a big dilemma in going to Subway is uh, whether or not you want to get your sandwich toasted. You know what I mean? That's it's a pretty big dilemma. Part of what makes me decide is, uh, you know, how much conversation have we gone through the sandwich maker and I before I get the sandwich toasted? Because if we haven't discussed, like, you know, political leanings or troubled childhood, uh, we don't have much to talk about while it's, the sandwich is being heated. I don't know about you guys, but thirty seconds is a long time when there's when you're not talking. It's a pretty long time. Um, that's cool though, I do, um, what else is there? You guys worried about uh, driverless cars in the future? You guys worried about that? It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty scary. You know, I, I dread the day in the future where I have to like, you know, lean into my son and tell him about, you know, the days when you could drive a car and, and get roadhead. what that was like, um, I don't know. I don't feel like, I, you know, I think robots will take over certain jobs, but office jobs I don't think they'll take, because robots can't feel emotion. And I've worked in a cubicle, and part of, like, going there is, you know, you don't want to be there. That's You have to feel that. <laughs> uh, like, robots aren't going to go to the bathroom just to check their Facebook. No. <laughs> That's only something we can do. Um, I got into a hypothetical argument with my girlfriend. The argument was real. I tried to use a hypothetical you know because i can't i can't just tell her that she's wrong so i have to like i have to use a fake person in this hypothetical argument that's her because i don't want to use her name and i realized the only way you can make that worse is what i did and the the name of the hypothetical person was an ex-girlfriend yeah that was pretty bad and uh you know i was like look you can't just Use your boyfriend's debit card like your name's, you know, I don't know, like Lizzie Myers. (laughs) And then she immediately got mad, and I tried to add, like, a fake last name, like Johnson. You know, Lizzie Myers Johnson, but that didn't work. Um, So that's good. I just... uh, I did recently uh, find out that 9 out of 10 burglars are men. found that out. And, uh... But the way surveillance cameras... Have signs you would think they're directed towards women because they'll they'll tell you you should smile and that's you know, it's kind of I Mean women can be burglars too, you know just because it involves breaking a glass ceiling doesn't mean you can't you can't do that Um, See if there's anything else Um, So I got back with my girlfriend I got back with my girlfriend for the second time in a year, huh? Who would have thought I'd do it, except me. That's, that's who thought. And uh, my friend was asking me, you know, being back together after being single for a little while, do I ever, like, see anything that triggers a feeling of, like, what it used to be like when I was single? And it's probably, you know, just, like, an open plane or uh, just, like, a guy fishing. Um, no, I don't know. Okay, I'm still working on that one. But uh, thank you so much. My name is Ashton. Have a great night and weekend.
4: Shout to girl, say hey. Ashton
1: Tate talking about breaking the glass ceiling. Hilarious stuff. Uh, I love that Cheryl book. Do you guys remember that show, that Facebook Cheryl lady? She wrote the book. She called it Lean In. And I totally got that. I was like, I lean in to the glass ceiling all the time. So I, I like to put my titties on the glass. You know what I'm saying? I like to show them the cleavage. Be like, will you hire me now? It's good. Okay. <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> like it sorry it's a facebook joke you're supposed to like facebook uh all right we have a show going on your next comedian uh isn't on facebook so i can never tag him i'm like how do you survive (laughs) well not on facebook that's so weird to me uh but he's alive he's with us and he's gonna make you laugh everyone clap wildly for
5: Faco. Exclamation, your pink, color coordinated, I interrogated, every cranny, I mean it's still amazing, before they couldn't stand me, hey what up, I'm here, hey guys you guys heard of the angel shots, angel shots, angel shots are being offered to women, if they're like on a bad day and need to get it away, you go to the bartender order an angel shot and they get you out of the day, right, they also do it for guys too, They go to the bartender, and the bartender gives them an ice water. Cool off, man. Your erection doesn't belong in this section. Proud of that one. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I'm from San Jose, guys, which means I'm close to NASA. Fucking NASA I drive by NASA all the time, guys, on the light rail. This is the smartest people in the world. They figure out how to go to space, man. It's crazy. And then if you look at their parking lot, it's all RVs, guys. That's what they use. That's the future, guys. And comedians, that's the future for us. The only way we're going to be able to travel around is in the RV. We're going to be able to rent, to afford rent is an RV, guys. Thank you. (laughs) My friend lived in this car. Anybody else ever lived in this car? (laughs) My friend's really good, man. I don't know how he does it. He lived in this car, saved hella money. He convinced the girl to come live with him in the car. (gasps) She moved from Minnesota to San Francisco to live with him in the car, guys. (laughs) There's guys who own two houses, can't even get a woman, guys. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and but it's still the same problems, guys. Uh, he called me up. He's like, oh, fuck, I just got in a fight with my girl. She made me sleep in the trunk, man, dude. It's messed up, dude. Next time. <laughs> Appreciate it, dog. Oh, man. Uh, I told my brother when I was a kid... I was a kid, I went to him, I go, you know what, I'm going to be so famous, you're going to see me on your TV, right, and then I was hanging out with him now, with his son, my nephew, he comes up to me and goes, uncle, I'm going to be so famous, you're going to see me on your phone. I thought I was going to get carried out on that punchline. Get have We left this comedian. Thank you. Uh, Ringling Brothers Circus is going out of business, guys. Yeah, that's what the That's what the clown said. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, the reason is they're going out of business because their star clown quit and took a job as president guys oh, no. oh, oh Sigmar! hey my name is Faco thank you guys
1: keep that hand clapping together for Faco yes good times all the way from San Jose do you know the way to San Jose? He does because he lives there. It's San Jose is a confusing place for me because it is literally square. Like it is a square city and I feel like culture is attracted to squiggles. So I just don't want any, you know, I just don't believe in I, I do it's a place and I know that it exists. But I don't believe in it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Here's the best fact that I learned and it might have been from you about San Jose. They're the ones who invented the food truck food truck was invented in San Jose the taco truck origination San Jose so we can thank them for now now they put I don't know the the fries and the burritos I don't know what the Filipinos are doing but it's delicious all right (laughs) have you ever had it it's really good it's called senior sisig or something I don't mean to be giving them a plug on the thing but it's in a food truck and they put fries in like this thing and it's spicy and and on like pork and you're like (laughs) It's it's really good Connor Doherty's not here. Uh, Elizabeth Manfield isn't here because she was sick of the But here he is, coming in like a champion, walking in with a notepad like he's got things planned for you guys. <laughs> like he writes things down. No, I'm kidding. He actually is a great comedian. He's well-crafted. and You guys are going to love all of his jokes. Clap your hands wildly together for John Gallagher!
5: I bought a whole
1: room, baby.
6: Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I got to look uh, look at some stuff, some notes. Hey, it's exciting. Uh, how's everybody doing? You guys doing good? All right, good. Awesome. Uh, I just started uh, I started a new job recently. That's exciting. Uh, I'm in South San Francisco. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, I was wandering in. There's a weird tension in the air, and I couldn't understand why when I started working there. And then one of my coworkers uh, walks up to me, and the only way I can uh, describe how he walks up to me is it was kind of like if uh, the town crier's about to tell you that the well's been poisoned. Like, that's the only way I can describe it. So he walks up, and he's like, hey, you heard about the guy you're replacing, right? And I was like, oh, no, he goes, the guy you replaced just got convicted of murdering his entire family. All right, see ya. And then he just, like, walks away. And then now I'm left with to realize this one last thing, which is like, oh, great. Now I have to outwork a murderer, you know? It's just a temp job. I don't like that at all. Not just any kind of murder. If you just popped one guy, that'd be great. This is a family murder. Like, you know how much work it takes to murder a family? Like, making sure everybody's home at the same time, picking up kids, keeping them in the same room, executing the kids slowly but gently, you know, suffocating them not in front of the mom, you gotta be polite one shot to the head chopping up body parts, buying <laughs> trash bags you forget to buy t- enough trash bags you gotta go back in your Subaru Outback to buy more trash bags you load them up and then you drop them in the dog park, you know <laughs> cause he got caught, he's not a good murderer he's, a, he's like the temp equivalent of a murder you know <laughs> That's the other thing, too, is like murdering an entire family, like that's so much goddamn work. He did the CrossFit of murder. You know what I mean? That's like anaerobic, anaerobic exercise. He didn't just leave bodies around. He's taking care of business. That's good. I, uh, I, was, I remember that one saying about how people think about sex like, what is it, dudes think about sex like every six seconds is what I say? I, think about, I feel like I think about murder way more. <laughs> Like, and that's the thing I feel like murder. The penalties for murder are way worse because all the all the reasons you do murder like make make the most sense. You know what I mean? It's like guys in front of you in traffic. Yeah, fucking kill him. Less traffic. That's fucking great. You know what I mean? People in your way, take care of them. It's like if you all the benefits of murder are just less people, which overall is a great thing. It's fucking great. Like if I take out the annoying baby, if I just like fucking snap its neck on the airplane, great airplane ride. I'm comfortable. And then also, you have the other benefit, more food, right? Isn't that great? Because you could eat the bodies. Cannibalism is legal in this one. Or you could just eat the food that those other idiots aren't eating. Well, I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that today, all the benefits of murder. Uh, There's supposed to be something funny and not too real. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the funniest thing about like, it, <laughs> you realize like all the penalties for murder are only if it's not on purpose. Like all, like all. The, I mean, not take, take it back. It's like all the penalties for murder. Like the, you get the most penalties if you do it on purpose. Like if there's a reason. If you do it on accident, then it's cool. Because <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, we agree with you. We do It's like yeah, if people die, it's great. <laughs> it's like you just as long as you didn't mean to. <laughs> like if you accidentally kill, like well, you know, a cop. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is a weird set. This is fun though. <laughs> um, I had to go. I had to go talk to my dad. Speaking of death, I'm gonna talk about death this entire set. My dad texted me. Uh, that one of his co-workers husbands dropped dead of a massive heart attack And I thought that was like a really cool like father-son bonding moment He's like, yeah, I don't want to waste a phone call on this And also It's a great way to tell somebody that you don't give a shit about that person dying either Just through a text It's like, Jesus Christ it seems so impersonal. But like, like, I was thinking about like all the ways that my dad's been like over the years. Like, I think I'd be a good dad. I think I'd be a better dad than my dad. I've learned some lessons, you know. Like, I don't know if you have ever had this. Like, one thing I know I'd do better is like raising them around like drugs and alcohol. Like, I don't know if you ever had friends like this where if their parents caught them drinking, what they do is they'd make them drink all the booze that they had, right? And when do you learn that they did that? Is when you're fucking blackout drunk in a bar. They're alcoholics, right? The bad parenting, right? Like so if I, here's what I do if I was that dad. If I catch my kid drinking, what I do is I take that beer and then I find the rest of it and I drink every single one of those beers every day for 40 years, okay? And then when I'm about to die, I'm on my deathbed, what I do is I just pull them closer with my last words. I just say, this was all your fault. And then I die. (laughs) All right guys, thank you, John.
1: John Gallagher, everyone. John Gallagher. Uh, we'll do a test here real quick. He didn't sympathetically yawn. People who don't sympathetically yawn are more likely to be sociopaths. <laughs> after that, I was a fake yawn. I should have given him a real yawn. But after that said, we're like, OK. He, I'm so glad it was recorded, because now we have the evidence for the police. It's so much better if something happens. Like, I'll, don't worry, I'll burn the tapes. <laughs> I don't know what the cloud does, and I don't know what that means. I'm sure that no one's going to remember that forever. Your next comedian is a new comedian, and we're so glad that she's here, and I can't wait to see what she's going to do for you guys. So clap wildly
4: for Allie Taylor. Hello. Hi, guys. This is my first time at Mutiny Radio, so we're going to see how this goes. I heard you guys are really nice, so I'm going to test that out for myself today. Um I uh I I fucking hate the news I just want to start off with saying that. Um, I was on CNN today if we want to pretend to call that news um, and uh, I read this this headline and it's uh, Actor Detained at Trump Rally and I click on the link and it's fucking Shia LaBeouf. Like, he's so irrelevant now that it's just actor, not even shot. Shia- like, if it was like, if it was Ryan Reynolds, it'd be like, dreamboat Ryan Reynolds stopped by saving puppies and human beings and like Americans of us all. Like, it'd be so, like, people are hoping they're thinking it's a more important actor than Shia LaBeouf and that they're going <laughs> to click on that link. That says that it is. Another one is uh, like these two women braided their hair together over the fence of the Mexican-American border to show solidarity and like I don't know what Avatar has to do with this election or like this presidency but that's really kind of weird. Um, women... It's hard to be a feminist in this day and age, and I'm, I'm not saying that it's that you know it's women, but like this whole alternative th- facts thing with Kelly Conway, like who doesn't live in alternative facts? And like today's day and age, it's really easy to prove when that shit's a lie. Like my little brother, um, he comes to me over break, and he's like, "I'm dating this girl. And I'm really excited." And I was like, "Dude, tell me about her." He's like, "She's gorgeous. Her name's Vanessa. She only dates athletes." And if you see my little brother, you'll know why I had to like just be, okay, that's great, yeah, good. He's like, she told me I had a dad bod. I was like, you're not supposed to say that to the person with the dad bod, but you do have a dad bod. Um, And I'm like, okay, what's going on? He's like, we're having problems right now because um, I inserted into a conversation that I lettered in track, and I cleared 5'7 in a high jump. And again, if you knew my little brother, you know this is funny because he's not exactly Chunk from the Goonies, but he's not Josh Brolin from the Goonies either, if you know that reference. Um, and so I'm like, dude, that's tough. Why are you fighting now? So apparently, within the 15 minutes that he told her this fact, she went into the internet, to the darknet, back to the internet, found April 17th, junior year 2003, and Jack Jack's PR record was 5'5. Two inches, I did not think would be the void in their relationship. <laughs> I thought it'd be his dick size. So then, my brother's dick, it's kind of weird. Turn around. I don't know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transition out of that. Um, OK, yeah, women, crazy shit. We do weird stuff, and I'm not proud of it. Um, men's relationships, hetero relationships, you guys just have to like make sure you don't drunkenly fall down the stairs, right? Women, I have to feed my friend a bottle of tequila and push her down the stairs if she misses her period. Like, that's, that's Trump's America. It's me at the top of the stairs like, I love you. Don't have a baby. These next four years are gonna be weird because, I mean, we used to hand out, like, fucking birth control like it was candy on 4th of July. Now it's like footloose. Like, Trump's is foot- like, like, four people die from unrelated causes and now, like, there's no more dancing, like, or Mexicans. And it's like, this just seems unfair. I don't know, I don't get it. But it is like footloose, that's what I'm realizing. Ben Carson, just a boy trying to learn how to dance. America straddling two pickup trucks right and wrong with a 14-wheeler named Justice headed our way. I love it. Above all, I'm really just excited for the next four years. I don't know where we're going, and I don't know where we've been, but I know we've made a lot of mistakes along the way, and I'm looking forward to finding the repercussions of those. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's the end. Thank you so much. This is so much fun.
1: Keep clapping for Allie
4: Taylor!
1: You sounded like George W. Bush there at the end here. Uh, hey, uh, California, I know I, I say you made some mistakes in it. You made some mistakes. Namely, Nancy Pelosi. I didn't know Skeletor had a twin sister. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, feminism, yay! Ellie Taylor, hurrah! Welcome, and welcome back again and again. Yay! Uh, your next comedian, he's probably a feminist, too. He's identifies feminist. I like that. Uh, He's a tall drink of water. He's going to make you guys laugh right now with math jokes. Ow! (laughs) So sexy, right? Clap wildly for Connor Doherty! Yay!
7: I'm not going to tell any math jokes. Those never work. (laughs) I am a little bit... Flustered after just getting out of it, a lot of traffic, but I was walk. I was like kind of walk running over here, and I saw a presumably father with a child and a dog, and the child wasn't carrying anything except for a bag of poop, and I think that's how you should do parenting. Okay, I don't know. It felt profound at the time. Like, the dad could have carried the poop, right? Or like, thrown it away, but it's just this child walking through the city, not fully alone, but not, you know, not on a leash. Just swinging a bag of poop around. Uh, so I've realized that comedy is going nowhere for me, so I'm going to just use this time to work on a character that I plan on playing for the rest of my life. This is a great social gathering. I feel comfortable here. <laughs> and see, I'm already back out of it. That's how I can't, can't <laughs> say. I gotta get something out of this shit, right? You gotta practice. Uh, I was very sad on election night like I'm sure a lot of you were. You went through a similar experience, just staring at the TV screen in shock and disbelief. As the Minnesota Timberwolves lost to the Brooklyn Nets? <laughs> Come on! We're talking about the playoffs this year. Playoff teams don't lose to the Nets. I was sad on the election. Uh, proposition F in San Francisco did not pass, which would allow 16-year-olds to vote in citywide elections. And I was planning to run for city supervisor on the platform of beer and hand jobs, and I was... Really counting on that youth vote. I would have liked some beer and hand jobs when I was 16. That's sort of the underlying logic of that joke, I guess. Maybe you don't project it onto me. I am the one saying it. but I'm, I say a lot of dumb stuff, too, so maybe you're just you think I'm just throwing it out into the world hmm well uh, Basketball uh, Yeah, the I think it's funny when people believe in capitalism, but also think that professional athletes are overpaid so they're like Competition should determine wages except for when that competition has rules <laughs> and There's a fair way of picking winners and losers Then we need Max Player Contracts. LeBron should be getting paid like $70 million a year. Mm. This is very relatable, I think. (laughs) This set where I talked about a child swinging poop, I gave up on (laughs) stand-up, and started pretending to be socially competent then i went hard left back into jokey stand-up jokes started talking about basketball lost everyone and ended the set thank you
8: You
1: what a journey with connor Doherty, right he's just like the warriors he's taking it in a new (laughs) duranchin you know what i'm saying they're moving in a new (laughs) ha Sorry, <laughs> the the joke. The, uh, the yeah I know basketball jokes never work. Uh, all right, your next comedian is another new comedian to the Happy Hour, so I'm excited that she's here. You guys are gonna be super excited. Right now, clap wildly for Jesse Johnson.
8: I don't want no Thank you. One to Oh man, I'm so excited to be here. This is actually my first time performing stand-up in San Francisco. I flew out today, thank you. <laughs> uh, I do a lot of shows in Arizona, that's where I'm from. And uh, they're probably the same out here. Uh, I don't know if they are for sure. I get a lot of comedians, maybe it's how I look, I don't know, that I feel like they try to get into my head. Like I was at this show in Arizona and they were like, this guy came up to me and he goes, oh Jesse, the number one thing about comedy is delivery and I was like, okay, uh, it's not delivery, Uh, it's DiGiorno, (laughs) okay, yeah. (laughs) Just warming up, so buckle up, (laughs) okay. (laughs) You got four minutes of fire coming at (laughs) you. I'm kidding though, it's relevance. That's number one thing about comedy. Trump winning felt like finding out that guy your mom's been dating is now your uh, new dad, (laughs) you know? (laughs) You're not my real president, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Relevant. Mm. Uh, I am so glad to come out for the weekend. We're doing Sketch Fest. I'm here with a group called Dawson's Quiff. We're gonna do some shows. It's nice to get a, a break from the day-to-day because my my normal life is so boring. I'm I just I'm just tired all the time. It Just work, sleep, work, sleep, you know? I'm so tired. I went out the other day and my friends looked at me and they're like, wow, Jesse, why are you so tired all the time? And I was like, uh, where did that accent come from? <laughs> and they were like, what accent? <laughs> and then I woke up. It was all a dream. I never left the house. <laughs> Just work sleep, work sleep, work sleep. I think I'm so tired because I'm working three jobs right now, uh, which is some bullshit because I don't even have kids. So, <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I will ever have kids, though. So. Uh, yeah, not because I don't want them, but uh, I've been accidentally practicing abstinence before marriage. Yeah, which sucks because I don't plan on ever getting married, but I, I counted it up the other day. I haven't had sex in over a year uh, with another person. <laughs> I'm not a monster, right? <laughs> but I'm getting kind of worried, like, you know, I'm sure I'll do it again someday. <laughs> you know, probably, but, you know, I'm getting worried. What if I forget how to do it? (laughs) What if I don't remember how to just lie there, you know? (laughs) Okay, just me. (laughs) You guys are doing it right. Uh, I've had some weird relationships. Uh, The worst one was this guy I dated like five or six years off and on, and uh, it was just a toxic relationship. I'll tell you why. Uh, He was in a ska band and just the worst, you know? And I, I can't believe I skanked around with him all those years, you know? <laughs> and he keeps, tr- <laughs> yeah, and he keeps trying to creep back into my life too, but I think I finally found a way to tell him off in words he can understand, you know? I'm just like, Bruh, not interested, ha, ha, ha. you know? <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? I just opened for real big fish. Yeah, I saw that name drop. Pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, most recently, I, I tried to go on a date with this guy. It, it didn't really work out. Like, uh, immediately he started sending me these sexts, which, if you don't know, are sexual texts, <laughs> and uh, which I don't like anyway, I'm super paranoid. I don't need the NSA to know if I'm wet or not. You know, gross. <laughs> so, he sends me this sex, and he goes, oh, my dick's so hard. And me being a comedian, I'm like, how hard is it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But he didn't hear my, like, awesome delivery because we were texting, so (laughs) he was just, like, so hard. I was like, that's not very funny. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) This was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse
1: Johnson, all the way from Arizona telling us what sexts are that's good san francisco you don't have to give us the tag it's fine we're like real familiar like dick pics are just ubiquitous around these parts. they like they're almost like on the bus shelter ads just like oh dicks everywhere we don't care wow all right well welcome to town i hope you have a fun time here and i hope that you drink lots of alcohol and don't make any weird mistakes with people with tattoos I'm sorry, I just channeled my mom because she's from Arizona. Your next comedian is a super funny lady and you guys are going to enjoy her very much. In three,
9: two... Sabrina Miller! I that the flame will always burn. will always burn.
10: All right, so that's cool. Jesse, you're from Arizona. Um, never been there. I'm from Williamsburg, Virginia. And... Uh, yeah, so I'm going to be um, going back home. Never, <laughs> never. That's where my parents are, so I'm never going back there. <laughs> you know, I just realized there's no segue into my first bit, so I'm just going to dive right in. Um, I saw a young homeless woman uh, panhandling outside a Safeway, and like she was cleaning up, she was putting a Chipotle tip jar to shame, blowing it out of the water. And it was because she had the cutest little kitten just resting on her head. It was so adorable. I was like, "Aw!" And then I'm thinking, "Guess who just found a way to fund her health savings account? This girl!" And I'm like, "I'm like, hooray! It's like I'm not going to die of pneumonia in a gutter outside of San Francisco uh, General because of my pre-existing condition." It's like, but you know, I'm most excited about that. I'm not too psyched about, um, you know, the Trump economy, really. So like I'm I'm thinking that like kitten mannequining you know, it's going to be a pretty safe bet. You know, it's uh, I think it's going to be pretty recession-proof. Um, I really think you know like the funeral home business and uh, medical marijuana dispensaries and Golden Gate Bridge security, before the net is is finished, the safety net. It's like oh yeah. You better believe it. They are going to be working that overtime, stacking those bills. They're going to be saving so many lives. There's going to be a special little section in Hallmark, you know, little, uh, you know, <laughs> little thank you cards for Golden Gate Bridge security. It's like, thank you for helping me to keep helping to keep me alive during Trump's administration. It's like, yay and fuck, damn it. All right, so you know, if like one of y'all sees me outside a Safeway or whatever, like in the rain with Miss Sleepy Kitty on my head. Please be kind. Don't judge me. And remember, this is my spot, bitch. You know, get your own meow, okay? You want to do the whole fund me for your pelvic exam and IUD? The Walgreens is that away down Market Street? That away. And, whew, And thank you. Thank you for your dollar. And you have a nice day. So that's the that's the Trump economy. It's going to be vicious. So you know, I've I've told my fair share of, of Trump jokes, but you think I'm pandering? You know, because I'm in San Francisco doing open mics. You think I'm going to hold back? You think I'm going to censor myself when there's not a liberal majority in the house like there is now? (laughs) Fuck no. I'm not afraid to take these jokes on a tour of the darkest red counties in the US. It's like, send me to Alabama. You know, uh, it's like, no, no, I'm not stupid. I don't have a death wish. I'm not crazy. I'm not a masochist. I haven't been to Folsom Fair enough. You know, give it time. No, uh, I think it has something to do with, um, you know, like ending up in the hospital after overdosing on Christmas Eve, and then like losing your job and your place to stay after you get out, coming to San Francisco for a fresh start, ending up homeless, sleeping in uh, bus shelters, parks, you know, subway stations, uh, or sub subways, it kind of changes your outlook on things, kind of makes you not give a fuck anymore about what people think. So, alt-right America is like, bring on the heckling. Just bring it on. I feel like, I feel like Neo in the Matrix, you know. And, uh, you know, because I don't, I don't care about fame. I, I really don't give a shit about my uh, stand-up going viral on, on YouTube or whatever. Heckling is my carrot. It's my delicious, decadent, dark chocolate, Hagen carrot. It's my Hannibal Lecter impression. So... <laughs> Yeah, uh, I have these heckling fantasies. I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to, to admit it. I left my pride when I, uh, in, the uh, where was it, uh, in Powell Station when I was sleeping there. So like in my favorite little daydream, uh, there's this big old burly dude sitting in the front row. He's like the whole, you know, good old Southern boy archetype, he's got that going on. And he like, he shouts at me. He's like, get off the stage, you're fucking abomination. And I'm like, sorry, what was that, hun? Obomination? No, 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 no. It's the Trump nation now. I hate to break it to you. It's like, what, have you been on like a four-month bender or something? How dare you wear that Make America Great Again hat? Take that off. Make your liver great again first since you can't make your IQ great. And uh, this really pisses off his imaginary wife. And she's like, you suck. And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. But not until after the first date and I never swallow. I was raised a good Christian girl, sort of. There's a bit after this, but I guess I don't have time, do I Pam? Damn. All right, my name's Sabrina Miller. That's been my time. Back to your host. <laughs> All right, Sabrina Miller,
1: yay. All right, your next comedian, he's actually saving my butt tonight and he's done it for many years. I've known him as a comedian since I started. He was one of the first, he started before me and Respect to the elders and the whatnot. Uh, I'm excited, though, that you're going to be on the on the Pantastic show tonight, doing a big, long set. Uh, you're such a great comedian, and I'm so happy to have you here. And the cute picture that you posted today that was throwing us. We used to do this thing. We used to do, um, we used to have an open mic on the street on Sundays in the afternoon. And so one of our favorite comedians like, you know, came on acid. And then another one started yelling like a bunch of racist shit in the street. And a guy opened his window and he's like, enough hate speech. And I was like, we're never going to be able to be outside again. <laughs> we really, we really fucked it up. <laughs> we did. But there's a great picture of uh, Rome and me and Jesus. All right. Put your hands together, guys, and enjoy him so very much, this very second, Roman Leo!
11: Yeah. Oh my God, keep it going for Pam, everybody. What a great show. Yeah. You look cheerful. Is that, uh, is that okay? Yeah. Any any of you ladies wanna get with me on a T-Mobile family plan? Is it, I need two more people. My name's Roman, uh, I'm from Cleveland. I just moved here in 98 and uh, I enjoy it like uh, f- moving to Oakland helped fulfill my dream of moving to California while staying in Cleveland it's uh, similar there's poverty you can hear the laughter that's the, about as good as it's going to get here I'll just stand I'll block you from the, the, the spotlight it seems unless she likes to be blinded all the time I don't know I just don't know you and that's weird <laughs> like I know everybody here it, usually but um, right? Yeah, it's friendly face in the crowd. Is it like, are you a friendly face? I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, that's too much. I'm gonna leave you alone. Um, the uh, yeah. So breakups are fun, right? Like if a lot of little straws add up until it's too much for the relationship, and then like, and then all your friends support you at the end, so you're like a celebrity for like five days, and then everybody wants you to just move the fuck on. Right? And they're so stupid, too. It's always these the dumbest reasons. Like, oh, I left the tooth toothbrush out one too many times, you know? Uh, or, you know, I used an extra coffee filter, you know? I couldn't remember her 9-11 story, you know? <laughs> like, you told me two years ago, and she's like, you're supposed to remember, and I was like, that's not a thing, you know? Like, right? <laughs> that's for real. People are distracted, Anik. Um <clears throat> my friend Jason called me up. He's like, I've been dating this girl for a year and a half. I think she finally gets me. And I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure that means it's over. Anik, you're talking to my main audience. There's really nobody in here paying attention to me at all. Just <laughs> fucking Well it's cool. You can get dates after the show. Alright? <clears throat> I remember what I was saying. It was probably something about depression, <laughs> and uh, right, all right, yeah. So I was like, D- yeah. Anyway, she gets it. You're a piece of shit, dude. Give me my th- eighty dollars back for this French fries. Joke over. Uh, I want to have. I didn't. I want to have uh, like a super evolved kid. So I'm trying to have sex with as many women on the internet as possible. You know, hopefully just something with like like, a, like a kid that with a, one of those vein-laden super super brains that can see the future, you know? Just next level kid, right? Isn't that what everybody wants? That's our directive, evolutionarily, right? Because sometimes science fiction produces predicts the future and sometimes comic books. So, all right, I'm going to scratch that forever. Um, I didn't go to the Women's March. Did not go to the Women's March, and I felt guilty. I had to... I had to babysit uh, this hot journalist who had cramps. She did not feel guilty, and uh, it was just tough, a tough decision, you know, pussy or women. I couldn't <laughs> decide. Very difficult. Thank you, Zane. He's a misogynist, so he liked that joke. Um, <laughs> weird talk, guys. Uh, I like edgy humor. Uh, one time I told my mother I was suicidal, and she said, prove it. <clears throat> Yeah, I was like, zing, mom, ouch, I love you. And then, I don't know. That's a great joke you can tell at work. If you work at a tattoo parlor, you know? Like, (laughs) yeah. She said, prove it. So I fucked her. Because my dad called me a faggot. Thank you very much.
1: Roman Leo, everyone. Yeah. I also didn't go to the Women's March on Saturday. Uh, and not because I don't like women, but because I felt like, you know, I just didn't... I don't like to put myself in groups of people where I know that there are armed gunmen off the rooftops. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's better for me to keep myself safe behind a little microphone on the radio and and do more damage to the aristocracy and the regime that way than to go out, honestly, in public. There's They have... Sniper rifles, you guys know they have guns on all of us now. (laughs) Drones, drones with guns. We're all going to die. All right. Enough of that seriousness. Your next comedian uh, has an unserious last name. It's you, yeah. Uh, Here we go, everybody. Everybody. Let's, 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 can we? I mean, I'll give someone a pot caramel if they cannot mention Trump in their set. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. Like, I can't, no, it's like one of those things where I'm like, I can't even be on the bus. Everyone's talking about her. And I'm like, did we, for I mean, I get, is nothing else going on in the world right now? It's just, it's like his popularity. All publicity is good publicity. Uh, your next comedian, funny guy, clap wildly for Aaron Seriosi. Yeah.
12: Also,
13: also, heads up, guys. It's been a while. Got a new shirt. It was made in Bangladesh. Not really impressed with what the Bangladeshis are giving us. I mean, like look at this shirt. I told that joke to one girl and she's like, "You know they're slaves." And like, it if they're going to be slaves, they might as well be proud of the work they put out. I mean, like, come on. I had to look up Jesus' last words on the cross because I'm, like, really interested in that. I'm Jewish, by the way. But his last words on the cross was apparently, like, to God I commit my soul. I'm calling bullshit on that. Pretty sure Jesus' last words on the cross was, holy shit, this hurts. What the fuck? Why are you guys all just praying right now? Let me the fuck down. Like I am, like I'm nailed to a piece of wood. Like Jesus is also a carpenter, so he could probably like appreciate this master carpentry. He's like this, this. is some pretty sturdy material. I'm what 240 pounds. Like you have to do. You have to have some pretty good carpentry to hold this together. Is this maple? Like this is some nice craftsmanship. Probably a pretty good guy, Jesus. We wouldn't know. Has any is anyone's parents porn stars? Anyone? Anyone? Yes. Or was was that a serious yes or like a like a I'm gonna be a participating audience? Yes. No response. Okay. Like I wonder what that's like having your parents like being porn stars. Like how how did like is there a bring your child to work day? Do they have that for like the porn industry? Like. Let's show little Tommy what mommy and daddy do over the weekends. I also wonder, like, do they give the talk differently? Like, it's probably not the birds and the bees. It's more like the birds and the beads. You know. I was recently on a plane, and I, like, I finally decided to draw the line with how fat people are. Like, literally the line, because they... This guy like literally crossed it if you lift your arms and your man tit falls into my ginger ale like (laughs) we have a problem there's a problem there I Can't wait for the day that like if you get too fat then you need to buy your own airplane seat like that's going to be the day It's like hallelujah, but then I'm just waiting for people to try to outdo each other like he got two seats But I have three seats. I have the entire back row at what, at what point is it going to be, like, they just needed a private jet for me? I don't know. <laughs> um, ever since moving to San Francisco, I think I've, like, started, like I've started assimilating with everyone. Like, I'm getting the same ideology. One thing that I have to mention after going back to Austin, Texas, is that people drive like fucking wusses in San Francisco. I mean, but I started driving the exact same way, and I think it's just white guilt. Like, I'm about, to, I'm about to cut off somebody, and I'm like, wait, what if they're black? I can't appropriate them. So, like, I just, like, let them, let them have the right of way. <laughs> I'm Aaron Cerisi, thank you.
1: Yay! Aaron Cerisi! He doesn't like fat people, yay! All right! No, I learned uh, very early on in my comedy. I, I had a I had a joke I tried to do about people on the uh large uh scale individuals uh on public transportation and I tried to do it at the brainwash at some point and uh And I realized that skinny bitches can't do jokes about fat people. It just doesn't work. You just, you can never be likable. You're like, they're just like, we hate you. And I'm like, but wait, I can't have an opinion about it. And they're like, no, you can't. (laughs) They're like, shut up. I'm like, oh, okay. It's just one of those weird I'm a sizeist, though. Literally, I'm. I'm. I'm scared of big people. I. I don't. I might have to go into some therapy for it. Like, I. I actually really enjoyed. Wa- I. One of my secret things. I love watching The Biggest Loser. I cry so much when the fat people get skinny. I'm like, you did it. You finally get to be. <laughs> you get to date. Uh, Sorry. See, I'm such a jerk. It's not. It's never. Fun. Skinny people can't. Make fun of him, I used to be bulimic. Anyways, uh, I'm I'm a fat person inside. Your next comedian, I think it's you. Is it you? Yes, he successfully navigated the pre-tasks, which people are like, fuck the pre-tasks. I know they're fucking confusing. I've got links, you gotta work. You're like, what? How much is this four minutes worth to me? All right. Well, I'm excited that he's here. So uh, please, you guys, enjoy. He's the first time here, and we're going to love him up so much. It's Hank. See, now I'm such a dick. I forget what Hank <laughs> <laughs> Romero.
11: Hank Romero. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
10: This
14: is indeed my first time performing for this show. If it's anything like my other first time, my folks are going to walk through that door as soon as Ultra Boy practice is finished. No matter what Fa- Father Paladino said, those were not rosary beads. <laughs> now, uh, my name is, is Hank Romero, and I am a Mexican, clearly. Um, our new president, there goes my treat, has said some terrible things about my people. He has called us thieves and sexual deviants. Now, some of you are thinking, Hank, you don't look Mexican. Well, neither was the white woman my father raped. Speaking of my folks, so my, uh, my dad was Mexican and my mother was German, which makes me efficiently lazy. And my dad was Mexican, Mexican. Like he looked like the dude on the bottle of Tapatio. Like he had a jet black hair, a mustache, he had tattoos, dark skin. Uh, when he was younger, he was in a gang. When he was older, he did some jail time. And then his career was that of a gardener. I'm not making that up. Now imagine the man that I just described driving an old Ford beat-up pickup truck and me six years old looking like this in the passenger seat like drivers would you know come by like looking going something's wrong they're taking out their phones going was there an Amber alert that I missed so something's <laughs> going wrong here. And uh, now, actually, I, one of the things I grew up watching with my dad and enjoying was professional wrestling. I don't know if anyone else here at any point in their life was a fan of professional wrestling. Hey, yeah, you are. It's like something you're into when you're a kid and you grow up and you're like, nah, you know, not me. I still watch it. I still love it. Now, it's slightly embarrassing to admit to other grown people that you still watch wrestling. I feel like it would be more socially acceptable if I said, like, I was into, like, Down syndrome, midget scat porn. You know? Like, that'd give you less of a look. Now, being a lifelong uh, pro wrestling fan is a lot like being a lifelong Catholic. You know, when you're a kid, you go, this is totally real, these are cool stories with amazing characters, and then as you get older, you're like, oh, this is totally fake. But just stick with it, because your friends still are into it, or your family's still into it, and there's costumes and pageantry and homoerotic undertones. (laughs) You know who'd have been a great professional wrestler? Who? Jesus. I mean, he was shredded. I'm talking before the lashes. But I mean, he had like a six-pack. Like, he was in shape. I think what happened was, like, maybe he was getting a little pudgy at times, and then, you know, he was kind of self-conscious, and then he got a message from God maybe a month or so before, and he's like, my child, I need you to know in the next couple of months, I need you to be really strong. And he's like, okay, Dad, you need me to do some, like, push-ups or something? He's like... I don't think you understand. I need you to be able to hold yourself up during intense situations. So like pull-ups. He's like, I don't think you quite understand the severity of the next couple of months. And he's like, dad, I got this. I will totally be CrossFit. Thank you, Harpo. Um, Some of you thought that that joke sucked dick. And I will say to that, thank you. And you will say to that, what? Let me explain. I used to be one of those people who used the term suck dick in the negative. You know, like if someone says, hey, how did your team do last night? How was that movie you saw? And if it was terrible, i go, ah, it's suck dick. Then I had an epiphany. And the epiphany was this, because I think all the men in this room can agree that getting fellatio is one of life's true pleasures, or so I've been told. Now, there's going to be a situation where you're with your girl, and you would like her to engage in giving you some head. And you're hoping she's going to be like the cat commercial going, yum, 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 And instead, she's going to be like, no, 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 no. Now, I think I finally figured out the reason why. Now, would you guys like to know that reason why? Sure. Sure, okay. The reason why is we have constantly used the term suck dick to mean negative and terrible things, yet at the same time we are shocked, shocked I say, when women don't want to do that for you. So I figured out a way to fix this. I mean, we've literally been shooting ourselves in the foot if our foot was our dick. And that's not literally, that's figuratively. But the way to fix that, guys, is this. We need to get on the same page. We need to change the way we use that words. We need to make sucks dicks great again, all right? And this is how we're gonna do it. I need you guys to help with me tonight, all right? So, uh, how did the game go last night? Congratulations, your team won. How was that movie? Two tickets, please. I'm Hank Romero. You guys have absolutely sucked it tonight. Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) Hank Romero, changing the English vernacular. Uh, You're a master of the language, sir. Changing the meaning of words. I love it. I yeah. Don't still don't really want to. Okay, that's cool. Just not even gonna get into it. Uh, all right. Oh, your next comedian. Oh, he's just. I'm just a fan of this man. He runs a really great open mic on Wednesday. I would go to it at Iron and Gold, except it's past my bedtime because I'm an old old lady, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, ten o'clock. Woof. But if I was still grinding hard like real comedians should, I would be there every week. Uh, I just that my alcoholism has just abated. You know, it's so nice. I go home and sleep instead of keeping the drinking. But uh, your next comedian, you're going to love him so much. Uh, He is part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2017. He's going to make you laugh right now Zane Barrett!
15: Fuck
16: yeah. Keep it going for Pam. Making this all possible. It's awesome. We got some real celebrities tonight. Got the girl with the mesmerizing eyes. We got Spinelli from Recess. What up? Anybody got that? That was a great show. I used to watch it all the time. Uh, Today, uh, I decided to go to the park. Wanted to get some exercise in and I saw a beautiful scene. It was just a wonderful couple just jogging together, but they decided to race, and they were all giddy about it, and then I'm there, and they're like, hey, can you like, fire the gun in the air? So they had a cap gun, and I was like, bang, and this girl took off like a bullet, but in the end, the guy beat her. Um, he was really pissed she won the race, uh, I, and I had to be a witness to that. The cops, were, they had to be called. He wouldn't stop. It was like a, like a Tyson fight in the park. I didn't know what to do. It was awful. It reminded me of my childhood. I didn't like it at all. Brought me back to some dark times. But I had to go home. I needed to get some help. And I just started dating a new girlfriend who's way kinkier than me, trying shit that I've never even dreamt of before. And then it was my birthday and she was like, Hey, what do you want me to do for your birthday? And I'm like, tonight, you know what? I want to do something crazy. Like when you're on top, you could not punch me in the face and shove your finger in my asshole. That would be nice for me. I never thought I'd have to talk a girl down on my birthday. What happened to just, hey, could I shove it in your ass? And she begrudgingly says, okay. And then we eat birthday cake afterwards. What happened to that? What about just a blowjob once a year? I've never wanted missionary in the dark before, but holy shit, my asshole was shredded. It was awful. It was like having gonorrhea in your asshole. Every time I took a shit, it was like Edward Scissorhands trying to dig his way out. It was not fun. This girl was too much. I needed a break. Preparation H wasn't doing it. She was too insane for me. So needless to say. Needless to say, we broke up. Um, but I hope, I hope nobody keeps up with the Trump things. That's terrible. It's so, it's just played out now. He's not interesting enough. And I hope another woman doesn't come up here and try to beg men to eat them out. Because that is the only stock I own. I love eating pussy. It's one of my favorite pastimes. Huge fan of it. I go into it like a hair pie eating contest. Just no hands. Just digging around in there. If the little man in the boat is the clit, I'm Moby Dick just eating the ship. Just coming in, just really dominating that. Getting up in the business, because that's what you want. You want dedication. Make out with it passionately, like it's her lips, the other ones. That's what I'm saying. So don't do that. I have an investment to protect. I have an investment to protect. So let's keep it small, supply and demand. If the supply is small and the demand's high, you got a lot of value in that stock. That's all I'm saying. So save your jaws, gentlemen. Save your jaws. I, need, I got money to make. I don't need you fucking it up, okay? Hope I can eat some pussy later. I don't know. I don't know. But see, the thing, Hank, is when you get your dicks, it's the load in the mouth afterwards. It's the busting a nut on the face. That's why sucking dick is the negative. You're looking at it from the other way. It would be like, oh, did you get, oh, how did the team do? They got head last night. Holy shit, they won. That's where we're going with that. That's where we go. I love the horn. An audible one's better than the light, because sometimes I miss the light because I get so nervous and distracted by all the people not laughing at my jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I look around and I'm like, is there like a be quiet sign above here? Is this library night at the show? Sometimes it makes you nervous. You forget you miss the light. I miss it, um, but I'll leave you guys on this, uh, I I go around SOMA a lot, doing these open mics, you know, just trying to make, make the funnies and whatnot, but a, a colorful homeless man was on the side of the street, and, uh, he asked me for some money, and I don't know his story, I don't know if he's addicted to drugs, I don't know if he's mentally ill, but I'm not a gambling man, so I don't want to just give him cash. I had half a burrito from earlier in the day, and it was still wrapped in the tinfoil, so I'm not giving him just like a half-eaten burrito like a savage, like he's a person. And I give it to him, and I'm walking away, and I'm like... I want to see my good deed in practice. I don't want to just assume that he ate it. Like, that would make me feel better about it. Because that's why you do charity. It's for you. It's not for the other person. If you didn't feel good helping somebody out, you wouldn't fucking do it. If you, if you like, you had a huge pain in your dick every time you did some charity work, you probably wouldn't be doing charity anymore. You wouldn't. If, you, if he broke a leg every time, I don't know. But either way, I look back, and he's throwing the burrito on the ground in front of him. And he's smoking heroin out of the tinfoil. I can't fucking win. I can't win. I tried to do good and look what happened. So now I'm a cynical dick. Guess who's not getting money ever again? Homeless people. Psh, fuck them, right? I don't know. No, it's, it's, I don't feel that way, but for the sake of comedy, we will. All right. Thank you, Pam. And come to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I'll be hosting the Newbie Show on
1: Friday at 6. TV. All right, Zane Barrett. Also, uh, the first two tickets for the Comedy Festival have been sold, and they're to, to your show. So you're the only uh, show that has tickets sold to it. Yet. You guys can get your tickets on universe.com. We've got all our tickets there. Your next comedian, he's been running the ones and twos back here. He has a new open mic coming to you with his friend Austin on Saturdays from 4 to 6 p.m. Right now, you're going to laugh it up for James Mara
12: How are we feeling? How are we doing tonight? Um wanna to talk to my dudes for a second. Have a relatable dude joke to try it on you guys. Um have you guys ever have you guys ever like been jacking off and you and you come and then you come out of this red haze you were in and you sort of come to and you look at the disgusting sights on the screen, and you just look at them and you think to yourself, like, am I a monster? Like what is wrong with me, you know? Like 15 seconds ago, I thought Filipino slut beg stepdad for mercy in public park was like a romantic tale of courtship, you know? Like what the hell is wrong with, and then then you notice that there's like 25 untouched fresh tabs waiting to go on the right, and then you realize you have to close them really quickly because like if you don't, like all of a sudden you'll, you'll start the psychoanalysis and you'll go to some really dark places, you know? So you're like running through them, like running away from this boulder of self-realization like Indiana Jones. <laughs> and then you realize it's not a boulder, just the words, dad was right, just looming <laughs> over you. Anyway, that's my dude joke. Um, feminism. Talk about. So we did a dude joke, let's do a, let's do a feminism joke. Um, keep, it, keep it nice and equal. Um, I really hate the fact that people, there's a lot of people out there that are like, feminism's dumb. Because not only are, is that a, are they fucked up, but they're so wrong. Like, we clearly need a lot of feminism these days. And, and let me tell you why. Like, think about when... Just think about how dudes hang out versus how girls hang out. Like, when dudes hang out, we're so pumped up. Like, society's pumped us up so hard. We just, like, shit on each other and insult each other and, like, physically hurt each other for, like, when we hang out. Versus... And it con- that to girls. Like, when girls hang out, like... Like, society's been shitting on them so hard, they just have to, like, validate each other for, like, hours... To like, to like, get sort of like picked back up, you know, like almost to the point of being weird. Like, oh my god, like where'd you get that? Oh, like, it gets kind of like Hannibal Lecter. Like, oh my god, your skin. Oh my god, I want your skin. Give me, give me your fucking skin. Um, but they have to, cause like, you know, a- after girls' night, it's back to making seventy cents on a dollar or whatever, navigating the gauntlet of homeless jizz or whatever out in San Francisco. Like it's. It's tough out there for you guys. Um, I mean, think about, think about, um, think about how gir- how guys say they're gonna come versus how girls say they're gonna come. If you if you really need a a lesson on why we need feminism in society, right? When when guys say they're gonna come, it's like a statement of fact. You know, it's like a heads up. Oh fuck, I'm gonna come. It's just like it's just like a heads up. Fuck. Oh shit, I'm coming. Yep. Oh shit. Like sometimes we don't even give a heads up. Fuck, I came. Fuck. 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 But um, with girl, like like you know, with guys, it's like your team is up. 20 points with a couple minutes left it's a foregone conclusion with girls they sound like they're they're fans of this shit team that's like mounting a miraculous fourth quarter comeback you know <laughs> they're they're like oh, oh my god i think I'm, oh my god i'm coming oh my god i think i'm going to come it's not a guarantee but it's looking good we're going to give it our fucking <laughs> best go and they're right it's not a guarantee cuz like half the time they're wrong you know like half the time like Little do they know, while they're up there doing their thing, you know, moving the ball down the field, we're down there trying to fucking keep our shit together. You know, sometimes you do come, you're trying to play it cool, but, like, you're, like, slowly entering, like, an unknown dimension, like, t- going totally numb. Um, anyway, um, but... Uh, no, 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 th- so... It, l- last thing on feminism, like... The reason we need feminism, like, because w- when you... When you do manage to give this poor girl an orgasm, um, it just like think about think about how she reacts. like she just kind of flops over and goes to sleep, wakes up a couple hours later. totally different person. Just like a renewed all the all the angst and the, and the, and the anxiety is just lifted. They're like, you know, she's like walking around like, with like a shitty, sarcastic grin, just like kind of just chilling. And th- and then you realize like, holy shit, like this is, she's just acting how I act now, right? Like, because like when we're not high-fiving each other and like chest bumping, we're just blowing loads like at will. But like, th- you know, she's coming home from the fucking gauntlet of homeless jizz and, and objectification and, and, and shittiness. And all she wants to do is just to get off one time and we can't even fucking do that. Anyway, that's why we need feminism, and that's my time. Thanks, guys.
1: James Mora is a feminist, and I love it. It's also been running the ones and twos for you guys. Please remember his show is gonna be coming soon on Saturdays from four to six. A new open mic here at Mutiny Radio. Your next comedian, we're in a rock block of hot comics right now. That's what I'm talking about. He is a favorite of women over sixty. And also from the south Uh, he's really funny you guys are going to love him clap wildly for Matthew Banks make Trinidad like
5: paradise drink and rum
17: beautiful good to see you people conversations going on to the left over here they're so into it they don't even hear me right now I'm just going to (laughs) stare they're still talking (laughs) oh anyway that's fine Uh, so I'm from Mississippi and uh, I just got back for the holidays and like I didn't realize like how much racism like comforts me Uh, I don't know it's a weird thing it's like I I don't agree with racism but good god like I got off the plane and uh, there's this black and white couple and they had a kid and there's this white woman that walks by and she's like oh look a half and half and I was like oh my god you fucking racist but I felt relaxed about it I don't know it was weird i mean i i i'm just saying like like if hitler were to like sing me a lullaby or something like that i would be like very conflicted but i would probably go to sleep (laughs) i don't know it's very strange i just anyway uh so my buddy had a child recently and like i'm trying to care but i just don't um (laughs) He's like, look, man. He sent me all these photos and videos and shit. He's like, look, Charlie just took his first step. I'm like, dude, I've been walking for 30 years. He's like, what do you want me to do? Get him a Fitbit? Jesus Christ. Like, that breast milk is going to your thighs. That's compliments of Greg Gettle. He gave me that tag. Um, Yes, he did. Uh, What else? I love guns. I'm against guns but I love guns it's, a, it's, a, it's very conflicted Because most people in here If you're from around there you've probably never even touched a gun But I mean I grew up around them Like we shot shit all the time Had a great time I don't know I'm trying to, I'm trying to like detach But it's kind of hard I have to go to Dallas in a couple weeks Just to go shoot guns all weekend I mean but if they took them away I would understand You know I wouldn't sell a gun to me I'm a fucking psycho But I don't know um. Yeah like racism is a crazy thing Like it's so racist Down south that like you don't even realize Some things are racist like down south Like you don't date outside of your race Like it's just not something you do And I never even considered it racist It's just like the norm And then I moved away I was like holy fuck Like that is fucking racist And then I was like that like totally opens up My opportunity to get rejected Uh I gotta work on that joke Uh yeah, like, um, my friend set me up on a blind date the other day, or tried to, and she showed me the picture, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> I was like, not doing it. I mean, I I know I'm not the best, but Jesus Christ, like, come on. And she's like, guys are the worst. Like, all they care about is looks, and women just care about personality. Like, first of all, you're full of shit, but even, but even if you weren't, like, it's just as superficial fucking a guy just for his personality. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> i'm done with it i don't know Uh, trump kind of like made me understand what up for grabs meant (laughs) uh it's like i mean with my friend like you say that all the time like is she up for grabs man well probably not uh anyway what else man just killing the new jokes um Helping date. Oh yeah, I had a date last night, (laughs) totally did. I did, I like emptied my bank account. You know why? Because she was worth it, Pam. And, uh, but like on the way home, I was like thinking like, I'm totally getting laid. And she was just like, "Uh, I don't think this is gonna work. Like, but like, I don't get it. Like, you are such a great guy. Like you are funny and you are smart. Like, I don't see why you can't get a date. I said, we are on a date. Right now, it's like and you're rejecting me. Like Jesus Christ, you really think you're helping right now? It's like I don't, I don't know. Anyway, that didn't sound good. Thanks, guys.
1: Matthew Banks, everyone, coming to terms with paying for sex. It's either gonna be when you're married because you buy them a house, or. I don't know how much sex costs right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I never, uh, I never, I've never really been taken out on a real date, like, for money. Like, not for, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, like... (laughs) I've never felt comfortable dating because I was, never wanted people to spend money on me because I would think that there would be a contractual obligation post-date to somehow do something for that person. So instead I just became an alcoholic and then sucked everyone's dick for free. Like isn't that how you do it? That's how that works. Your next comedian, he's a funny guy. He's new, but uh, his life experience has given him the comedic background necessary to make you laugh constantly for the next four minutes. Uh, clap wildly for Jason Cole
2: Oh, yeah. oh shit! Oh, yeah, Thanks Pam, that's a lot of pressure It's just a program note if you bought some of her caramel it takes 20 minutes to kick in because I just ate one 20 minutes ago So guys, I'm old as fuck. I get it. I've been in the business for three months. Uh it's been a whirlwind. I've met some great people, nice people, great advice, and so forth. But uh, it's weird that I'm doing. This. I should be giving, you know, doing homework with my kids, you know, high school homework. But I don't have any kids, guys. I'm doing drugs again, which is great. I'm I'm, I'm high right now. Thank you. You know, drinking and driving. I'm out on the week. It's just, uh, it's all a bad idea. So. Um, yeah, so let's try some... I bought five caramels, I don't care, so I'll do some Trump stuff. So, yeah, if, one week down, guys. He only started one war, just a little trade war with Mexico. No big deal. So 207 weeks go. I mean, he's, uh, he's going really fast. That's great. Um, I wish I was more attractive. There's some... Uh, I like This is where I make the uh, guys uh, uncomfortable. This, I forget your name. I'm sorry, but he's very handsome. Like, you look at a girl, she smiles back, right? Uh, I look at a girl, she closes the curtains, right? It's like, I wish... They're very rude, you know? I mean, like looking at me, it's like looking in a mirror, right? Like a fun house mirror at Auschwitz, yeah. I wish I was better looking. Um, I'd like to get a second look, you know, like one of those double takes in the movies where the girls just goes, whoa, when they walk by. I've never gotten that. It's more like, didn't I see that guy in a rape flyer? It's like, that's the second look I get, guys. So we uh, we all loved Obama, right? We're a bunch of lefties. Uh, I voted for him at least twice. But uh, it's sad to see him go. But I don't think he had some failures. He didn't lift everybody up. There's a certain segment of society that I felt uh, after eight years of a half-black president, we could have lifted them up. And I'm talking about, don't you think it's time in America where we could... Have African American actors be cast as burglars in security alarm commercials? Do you know? You can't have them there. It's always some Joe Pesci looking fucking home alone guy going across the lawn. You can't have a couple brothers, you know, a couple of smooth criminals breaking and up, it's gonna be an outrage. You can't have African American but th- these guys need work, so we're denying them jobs as burglars, and it's fucking bullshit. It's racist. So I'm you know, I'm starting a movement guys, ba bomb. Black burglar actors' lives matter, guys, seriously. Um, So that worked really good. I've been thinking about that, but it's very hard to say whatever I just said about that because I'm very high right now. Okay. (laughs) Guys, uh, black burglars right salt of the earth guys this is an old phrase i don't know if you ever heard this phrase but um i go on a yearly camping trip with my guy friends and, and my friend was bringing somebody we didn't know and he said you got to meet shane he's a real salt of the earth kind of guy salt of the earth kind of guy and then shane shows up and you realize salt of the earth means like gaps in employment history you know Shane can regal us with some stories of that fishing boat uh, in Alaska and stuff but uh, he's got a spotty work history so that like that job interview is like hey hey Shane yeah Jason said you were a good guy we just have some questions about your resume there's this uh, gap of employment here see from uh, what were you doing between March of 2007 and the end of this sentence you know it's like (laughs) you have your mailing address is a PO box in Guatemala okay all right, um, let's go for the gold, guys. We're closing, guys. It's big time. Um, oh, yeah, so I am old as fuck, so I have some life lessons. Uh, some, I Health mean, no, healthcare is going to be a big issue since we're all not going to have it anymore. And here's the deal, guys. You'll never get diagnosed with cancer if you don't ever go to a doctor. <laughs> Seriously, H- have you ever seen a doctor trying to go over lab results at a Taco Bell? They're not there, guys. It's our safety zone. Drunk driving, I'll be doing that later. Now here, it's very dangerous, guys, but I have a lot of experience. You have to be very careful, but you'll never ever get arrested for drunk driving if you never pull over. It seems simple, but it's hard to put the cuffs on when you're driving through a wheat field. Just fucking power through. Like 100% of all DUI arrests are because the person stopped or crashed into a wall, whatever. Um, So it's very important that you never stop. Just thumb on the wheeze if you have to, right off the cliff. Now here's the deal, guys. If we did everything the police wanted us to do, they would be out of a job. They're depending on us to break the law, guys, to give them a purpose, a reason to get up, a reason to have a mustache, guys. Uh, Thank you. That's my time. I'll be here for the Hell Hat on February 17th. Thank you, everybody. I highly recommend the Carmels.
5: Jason Cole, everybody. Yes.
1: He is going off into the darkness like Thelma and Louise. Wow! Your next comedian, uh, she's coming into the light tomorrow. Well, her birthday was just the other day, but tomorrow is her party. You guys are all invited. It's going to be here at 4 o'clock. We'd have a great time. She's going to do a ton of comedy. She's going to do comedy for you right now. I'm excited. Clap your hands wildly for Rachel
18: Raphael. Yeah!
12: Also, if anyone wants beers, there's a lot of beers by the fridge that are up for grabs, just by the way.
18: Huh? Okay. You were saying stuff, but okay. It's cool. All right, cool. Um Yeah, so I'm attempting to throw myself a birthday party slash comedy show here, uh, four to six PM. There's gonna be at least like one and a half non comics. Um Uh, but I don't know about you guys, I don't have a lot of social skills, and, but I do like attention, it's one of the reasons why I do stand-up comedy, so I've just also been freaking out about the party, and like, I'm like, oh, this is great, and then like, 10 seconds later, I'm like, oh, nothing could happen, like, someone will call me from one of the guests and be like, we all decided we don't want to go to anything you're ever doing, it'll just be like me and my best friend, like, eating cake on the stage, so that's what I, so, it could be either. Could be either, um, so that's fun. Uh, and this was something I was thinking about: like, what kind of what kind of leader am I? And um, I'm the kind that just gives everyone weird nicknames for jobs. Um, I used to be master tenant at an apartment, and we had um, we had a car captain, and he was taking his job really seriously. He was. I told him he was in charge of the cars in the garage, so like people wouldn't back up each other in mostly because I don't have a car so I wanted to not be like bothered about it and he took it really seriously and I'm like you know what the other job is laundry sheriff so um, so I made my friend party colonel because I don't understand how to be a person so come tomorrow meet meet the party colonel uh, see what's going on um, uh, yeah so there's a few things a few things I've decided to do at the age of 31 uh, Give less of a shit. I know. um, Yeah. Uh, You know, there are some things I should do, like in terms of, you know, feminism. Uh, I went to the women's march with my mom over the weekend. It was great. Um, I learned something that I knew already in my heart. A woman who is older than 65 is more physically fit than me, and I already knew that. Um, It was just, uh, she was like, you can sit on the bus, I'm fine. And I was like, I feel bad, she's like, stop it, I don't care anymore. (laughs) So that's fun. Um... (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Another thing, you know, I've been thinking about a thing that I didn't even realize I was doing, um, if not to help, like, women in, in the Bay Area comedy scene to make white men in the Bay Area comedy scene feel shittier, is I confuse, like, two white guy comics that look similar, and then I just move, like, to each other, and then I just move on. Um, but I did this to one guy who is half Filipino, half white. So that was Hunter. So I feel like I owe him a beer now, but this is the new thing. And then I just came up to Hunter and I was like, I've got two new white guys. I'm confusing for each other. Like he doesn't care about any of this, (laughs) but, um, it's fun. It's fun. I, uh, and another thing I would like to do for feminism is, Um, I really need, like, a movie studio to give me, like, a development deal because I have a lot of ideas. Um, Do you want to honk the horn? Thank you. I enjoyed it. Um, I decided to be an outspoken advocate and activist for um, more male stripper movies. Um, like I don't know why like women had to pretend we didn't want to see Magic Mike or Magic Mike XXL and then people like it wasn't good. I'm like, that's not the point. What was <laughs> what was the point of wild things? Was it that it was good? And here's the thing like a man between like 30 and 40 in a bar will tell you it was very good, and then will be very upset that you don't think so. And so this guy was like why, why would you do that to Wild Things? It's a good movie. And I'm like, I mean, whatever. Uh, and then I was like, why can't we have like two dudes like hooking up in a pool? Why can't we do that? And he, and he was like, would women really go see that? And I was like, yes. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, are you mansplaining female sexuality to me? I didn't know we were allowed to do that. It's just amazing. <laughs> Um, so I'm, I do, I am going to do a wild things remake with two dudes and they make out in a pool. Um, I also want a shared universe like Marvel does with all those movies, but it's for male strippers. Uh, so they had magic Mike. Then they actually had a movie called chocolate city, which was black guys stripping. Um, I didn't make that up. Uh, so the next movie is going to be, um, magic Mike vs chocolate city. Then we have um, Magic Mike vs. Chocolate City, uh, Tokyo Thrust. And Magic Mike vs. Chocolate City, uh, Havana Nights. Thank you. Yeah. Come to the thing tomorrow.
1: four o'clock! We'll be screening up here Coyote Ugly. Oh, yeah, now that's a movie. Coyote Ugly was the movie with the girls. You didn't see Coyote Ugly? That's the best movie ever. The girls that dance on the bar and they pour the beer on themselves. No, because Showgirls is stupid and Coyote Ugly is awesome cuz she really just wanted to sing her stupid songs on her guitar and if she would have brought out a ukulele earlier she would have anyways your next comedian is a really funny lady and she's an amazing human being uh she's a fe- we've got so many feminists tonight you can't swing a dead cat around in this room without hitting a feminist in the face put your hands together for Trina roderick yay
15: you told me to like this yeah, fast oh my
19: God, you guys, it's Friday, thank fucking God. Whew. So, um, how are you doing, George? Awesome. You like my new haircut? Right? It was a mullet, and so I got the back all cut off, right? So now it's a reverse mullet. Party in the front, business in the back. Just like my Vijay
18: <laughs>
19: <laughs> Business in the back. Just business. Well, the old-timey kind of business. Because <laughs> I get a little worried, because like the last time I was here, I did a whole bit about how my cat um, is giving zero fucks, no fucks, out of my cat. And I'm a little, I get worried, George, because I was like, after that, I was like, well, you know what? I hope people don't think I'm saying cat as a euphemism for my JJ, right? (laughs) Like, I mean, the fact that I haven't had sex in four years is just a super unfortunate coincidence, right? Like, tragically unfortunate coincidence. Like, I'm watching my prime years go down the, you know, business in the back. Seriously. <laughs> like, this is comedy, right? So, like, I talk about how my cat's an asshole. It's just, cause my cat's a fucking asshole. But, anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got, I, I, I've got game. I've got game. I've got, I've got. <laughs> I've got game. I, you know, I don't have dicks coming at me like that. <laughs> Sorry, the microphone uh, that's hopefully not on just dropped. Right, like, okay, check this out. Huh? Whole handkerchief with snot on it I just pulled out of my pocket. <laughs> What's sexier than that, I wanna know? <laughs> I, <laughs> that's, I see, maybe that's my problem, right? That's why it's not happening. Oh, my God, Pam. Okay, so uh, here's the thing. I'm a radical feminist, which I've said before, but that basically what that means is that feminists hate me like Republicans hate Trump. You know what I mean? I'm like the Trump out there, we hate you version of feminism. Because Pam, oh, my God, you're killing I'm. I'm just, I can't. Like, we had a dude in here tonight who says, Well, you know, I'm sure you guys, you know, would, you know, like more fellatio. What? Like, Woo! dudes only? Like, this is like so old school. Like, totally forgets the fact that women actually have a dick too. It's just <laughs> super tiny. So tiny, nobody can find it. <laughs> Like, I don't even, honestly, this is, okay, wrap your mind around this. Like, women have sex with people, what? right, well, other than me. What? That people, women have sex with guys who can't find their dicks. Can you imagine having sex with somebody who can't find your dick? Damn. Anyway. Oh, my God, Pam. Pam. I can't, handle, I can't handle it, I can't handle it, Chica. You weren't at the dyke march, I mean, <laughs> the women's march, it wasn't a dyke march. I live on Dolores Park, so I've been dyke marching it for years, I'm not. <sighs> I got confused, anyway. Seriously, I, why? No, it's because you don't like women, Chica. That's simple truth. Come on now. You know how I know? Because the last time we did a comedy show for your anniversary, you said on this stage, I don't usually like women. That's how I know. Anyway, I love you. Uh, But you don't like women. And women don't like me. It's all good.
1: Well, I love Trina Roderick. I don't care if she's a woman or a man or whatever. I get, you know, how that works. I'm wearing sparkles today. I got the, I I haven't, this is the first dress I've bought in six years. And I know, right? And I was at Costco and it's from the kids section. And I saw it and it was a size eight and I was like... I need that dress. I was like, if that comes in a child large, a child 16, I'm getting it. And I'm looking through, there was another one, and it was a 16. I was like, oh, I don't like this one as much. And then finally, it just came out of nowhere. I was like, oh. So it was $18, including tax. I'm sorry it was made in Bangladesh. Some child like totally sewed these all on, and I'm wearing their like, skin on my body. But I'm like, oh, it's so cute. It's the first time I've done it in six years. So, so you can do like the, the, the equation there of like uh, how many things normal people buy and how many things I buy and how many enslaved Bangladeshi children they have on their conscience. Your next comedian, I don't know what's on his conscience. Uh, his beard is growing beautifully right now though. So I hope that he's he definitely, I don't think you have to think about your beard that much though. I think it just does it on its own, right? Is that like a thing that just happens? And then like, right. I don't know. <laughs> right, there could be maintenance. Well, it used to be a status symbol, right? Like if you had a beard, you were a hobo. And if you shaved, you were on you were in marketing. Or I don't know how mad men worked. All right, everybody, your next comedian's Jeff Dean. Yay!
13: I'll make oh. up and i with
20: all bad Damn, I love your dress. You know? Thank, thank you, James. My uh my niece, she, uh, she, she wears the Elsa from Frozen costume all the time. Cause she just doesn't care what people think. She's just having fun. And Pam is the same way. And I like respect that so much. Like, you know, um, I'm also a feminist. You know, I consider myself one. Um, I like to think I'm like a, you know, a feminist in recon, you know, like I'm a, cause I hang out with guys Uh, Because I am one, you know. I'm a guy. Uh, And I usually don't like hanging out with guys that much. Guys I don't know, at least. Because, you know, most guys don't say things like grab them by the pussy, you know? Like the locker room talk. But they still say, like, some stupid shit, you know? Uh, I have this roommate. He's a new roommate. Things are a little rocky. And uh, I was in the living room. I live in the living room. So I was in my room. And he was... And he was... (laughs) And he was going to, uh, he was going to his girlfriend's house, uh, fairly new girlfriend, and he looked back at me right as he was leaving and he said, the things we do for vagina, uh, and I just looked at him, and then he just walked out the door, and like, what do you do for vagina? I want to know. Like... It's a pretty shitty thing to say, but if you said like, oh, my girlfriend wants me to rearrange her furniture, the things we do for vagina, I'd feel a little better, like a little bit. She lives two blocks away, like it's an easy commute even. I don't... In a nicer apartment, like, I'm not living in her living room, so I'm sure it's nicer than our apartment. Like, I wonder, I, I, at least he used the medical term vagina instead of pussy, I guess, right? I hate the word pussy. Um, it reminds me of high school. Like, everyone called me a pussy. It's just, yeah. <laughs> um, but I wonder if girls ever, like, say something like that, like, they're putting their heels on, like, oh, the things we do for penis, you know? <laughs> you know, it's more likely... I feel like it's probably more likely that they're like, Ugh, the things I do to get my furniture rearranged. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like the things we do for vagina. Don't bunch me into this stupid shit. You know, I'm not your Billy Bush. This isn't the Access Hollywood tour bus. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Um, I hung out with girls all the time when I was a kid too and I got made fun of for it by other guys. They called me Homo Dean and like, (laughs) yeah, seriously, for like eight years of my life. There was an Indian kid like named Takar who like two months in he kept calling me Homo Dean. I'm like, dude, that's not my name and he was like, really? He like honestly thought that was my name. (laughs) And that's homophobic and I hate that. But also like, not very original, like just homo and my last name bunched together, like think of something. I don't know, better than that. And now I'm now when I go on Facebook, I like to look at all the people who made fun of me and uh see that they're all they're all from Reno. They're like losers mostly. I th- and I like to be like, "Oh, my life is so much better than yours," you know. But one of them, the one who made fun of me the most, he is A linebacker for the New England Patriots like he's gonna win a Super Bowl soon he was like I'm pretty good at this bullying thing I think I'm gonna go pro anyway I've been Jeff Dean thanks guys
1: just going to say less and less we can get through the rest of our comedians more and more. Your next comedian is a lovely human being. He's going to run the door later and he's going to make you laugh right now. Put your hands together for George Davis. Yeah.
21: How's everybody doing tonight? Hope you're doing good. Whoa. All right. I got a couple of new jokes I wrote down. Let's start with those. I think they're funny. All right. What do you get when you mix an Italian and a Swede? A Dago Lego. Oh, no. I think it's on. All right. (laughs) This is my favorite one, though. Okay. This happened today. What do you get when you mix Trump and a Holocaust remembrance? (laughs) <laughs> the Blonde Ambition Tour, <laughs> or the Immaculate Collection—I think they're both funny. He forgot to mention Jews today at the Holocaust Memorial, which is kind of amazing. Let's be like, all right, we're gonna celebrate like slavery, but like we're gonna just talk about you know the heroes that fought the slave fight. Whatever, dude, get the fuck out of here. Anyway. Oh, yeah, another thing about Trump because you you were talking the other day, cam about like, let's you know, let's resist that fuck Trump. I don't like that word resist because when I think about it, I just think about like, all right, if I was getting raped and I just said uh, and I told my friends, hey, you know what, I resisted, they'd still kind of laugh at me. <laughs> but like, if I told them like I eliminated that fuck, they'd be on my side. So I think we should like, I'd go with more eliminate than just resist. That's just me. Anyway, all right, here we go. So uh, speaking about that shit, the march went on and all the ladies were marching the stuff and they saw that they had the, um, like the resistance and that was all uh, uh, Carrie Fisher. And uh, what I was thinking about her was, it was, it was sad when she died but it was really kind of funny when her mom died, because she died the day after. <laughs> and uh, the funny part is, like, if you've ever read her book, Carrie Fisher's book, *Postcard from the Edge, you know that there's one fucking thing that she wants you to leave with. She doesn't give a fuck if you, can, if you know about Princess Leia, even her mental problems. She's just like, there's one thing that really gets under my ass. <laughs> It's that my mother won't let me off, won't stop riding my fucking coattails. Even in death, I've never seen such jealousy. I've heard of fucking, like, husbands dying. I've never heard of a mother-daughter death. That's all brand new to me. It's fucking brand new. All right, and um, also, uh, this is way off topic, but um, Alex Rebeck, I don't mind, but I do uh, not like that first part of Jeopardy when they go... um, Alex Brett comes out, and he's like, "Uh, hey, Ted, Um, I hear you have a hobby. Ted goes, "Uh, yes, Alex, uh, I do. He goes, "Um, so what's that? I collect hubcaps. I have seven. All right, let's play the feud. (laughs) So what can Lifesavers do that guys can't? Come in five different flavors. Thank you, ladies and
18: gentlemen. George Smith, let's play The
1: Feud. That's, who was it? It was Jeff Dawson. He made out with everybody. All right, you're next to me, and she's been waiting patiently all night. I'm excited, it's you. I'm excited to see what you're gonna do. We're gonna have a fun time. Put your hands together for Annika Del. Hey,
22: Pam. This one. This one. Woo! Oh, wow. Okay. Shit. Um, new jokes. Do you think white people in Africa are called people of color? They have to be named something. Or, or people of no color? Same. Same with Mexican food in Mexico. It's just called food, right? It has to be. I'm. I'm German. Uh, thank you, America, for voting for Trump. We're not the only Nazi fuckers now. So. Yeah. You like. You like it. You'll get used to it. We're all brothers and sisters now. <laughs> Nazi brothers and sisters. Yes. No. Okay. Um, it's, it's horrible to me to see everything that's happening with Trump. I know you don't want me to talk about it, but it's, we have to talk about it. Ooh, anyway, no, we don't. I'm, I'm just saying, building walls and, and blaming shit on scapegoats, copyright? <laughs> copyright? All right. If Trump is gonna if if Trump is gonna go after after all Muslims, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna convert to Muslim, or no, what is it? To Islam. Fuck. All you <laughs> have, all you have to do. I, I actually looked this up. If we all did that, I'm. This is not even a joke. If we all did this, what is he gonna do? Is he gonna kick out? Think about it. We have to be smart about this. W- Germans weren't smart, so I'm just trying to trying to. Undo history. Uh, I I, got, I I got a haircut uh, the other day, and thank you. And <laughs> I go I go to my 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 and I go just don't make it too gay. You know what I mean. <laughs> so he made it gay as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. Thank you. <laughs> I don't mind being gay i just i I just wish I had a say in that i you know like i I wish there would be a conversation with God or something before you get to be on earth, you know do you want to be gay or straight or white or no, maybe not white or black, but you know what I mean like there should be <laughs> there should be a conversation because if there were, I'd still choose gay so <laughs> Thanks. thank you. All right, um, two more jokes. Um, thanks. I, uh, I received seven Christmas cards this holiday season. Fuck these people. Fuck these people. I don't want any Christmas cards. All it does is remind me of that I have never, ever sent a Christmas card in my life. Out of respect, really. You don't do that. Okay, I feel strongly about Christmas cards. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is what i'm gonna leave you, you guys uh, like impressions yeah yeah me too
4: okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> anacadel saving trees don't send the carcasses of
1: trees in the mail to one another on the it's the thing. Christmas cards are awful. Cards are awful in general. you taking the trees, killing the trees, and then inking them up and sending them in the mail. And then, I mean, it's nice to give a postal worker something to do other than give bills in the mail. I mean, that's like sweet to the postal worker, but nah, come on. Get, send, send him a meme of a cute kitten. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You put a card in the mail. All right. I feel strongly about cards, too. Your next comedian. We have uh, a couple left here, and we're moving right along. All right, yes, and I always forget you, and I'm such a dick, and I'm supposed to remember you, and I did again, but now I see it. Ha-ha! You guys are going to have a good time with the next three minutes, four minutes of your lives because it's Adam Gordon! Yay! Hey, how you guys
23: doing? Give it up for Pam. I just want to say thank you, Pam, for all the stuff you do, and if I do any more, you're going to make fun of me for kissing ass, but, you know, I'm a new comic, so... Um, so, airlines are charging for carry-ons now, and no one gives a fuck. And like, like, no one's outraged, no one's even written anything about it. I really feel like they're just going to take this and run with it, and I'm going to show up one day, and someone behind the counter is just going to go, I'm sorry, you haven't purchased our premium indoor ticket, so here's a rope, you can just tie yourself there, don't worry about it, people really enjoy the fresh air on their way to Dubuque. Um. So while I'm on the topic of complaining um, Have you guys noticed uh, this is sort of an old thing? I actually think it's kind of cool people put like extra zippers that That don't go to anything on clothes to make them look badass and I like it. I like the look I, I just think it's kind of arrogant because essentially what you're saying to the world is So many people are trying to get into my pants that I need decoys um, So <laughs> You know, I know where we're all worried about Trump and what's going on. And, um, you know, I just want to say, I think we're going to be okay. I think that no matter what this motherfucker does, we are still going to live in the greatest oligarchy on earth. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. You can't fuck it up that much. Um, but, you know, I, I, seriously, as a country, we need to come together. Like, what, if we're going to make it through. And the way we've always done that historically is by overcoming major obstacles, and I came up with the thing. I think we need to start a little smaller this time. It's, it's if we can all really get together around the moment in our lives when we realized that a continental breakfast was actually just a piece of shit. <laughs> like, there was a time when we, we thought some guy named Jeeves was going to bring <laughs> us eggs on a silver platter, and then we realized, oh, you, this just means you don't have a fucking kitchen. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I'm i going to get through it one way. i am actually got a team of lawyers on this now. I'm just going to get myself legally declared a fetus because the Republicans are pro-life, and then they'll defend. I'm explaining the joke now. That's great. Yay! Um, but uh, anyway, I, I I realized I really should start going to therapy. I think that would be good. The problem is I can't go to therapy because my mom is a therapist. So if I go to therapy then I feel like my mom will have won. So, it's a thinker. It, it, it's an analyzer. Um, So that, got the horn on that one. Thank you, Pam. Um, So it's left me with a few other options. I mean, for a while, I would just lock myself in a room with a stick of butter and eat it, and it was very sad. I'd just be there. Uh, You okay, honey, you look sad. Yeah, I'm fine. Are you eating butter again? No? Okay, well, I'm making cookies. Are they vegan? Because I think we might be out of butter. Um, so that pretty much just leaves me with psychedelic drugs, which I think most of us have enjoyed. They work great. They do have this one side effect, though. You wind up really liking electronic dance music. All right, you guys have been wonderful. I'll give it up for Pam. Thank you so much.
1: Love in your Adam Gordon loves a continental breakfast. I was in Amsterdam once, and they had a continental breakfast. But what they really like are eggs and cheese. And they had a bits of ham, too. So was, I have good, fond memories of continental breakfast. Uh, all right. I also like saying continental. <laughs> it's a fun word to say, continental. That was Adam Gordon, continental. It's a scary word. It's like a weird word to say in a strange voice. I'm sorry. Uh, your next comedian, you guys, we have two left. We're going to get through them. Uh, here we go, Scott Henry. Yay!
24: Look like snow White, and I must be grumpy, the little dwarf, right? <laughs> anyway, so I was at the Women's Mark or March, or Dyke March. Uh, boy, there were a lot of hot women there. Um, why is it, you know, when I see two kind of heavyset dykes, you know, sh- short hair, holding hands, I think, oh, that's really cute, that's really romantic. And then when I see two hot, young lesbians holding hands, I say, who... What guy fucked that up? You Because know, guys just fuck up everything, right? That's basically, you know, the TV programs CSI Miami, CSI New York. Isn't they just all call them men behaving badly, right? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, Trump, yeah, a lot of people don't know that Trump is for immigration of hot supermodels. Yeah, <laughs> especially if they're willing to do jobs that the Americans won't do, like being prostitutes and marrying Donald Trump. (laughs) I don't know if you remembered Roger Ailes. He was the uh, head of Fox News and he got fired for sexual harassment. Uh, 79 years old, got fired for sexual harassment. Way to go, Viagra! Yeah, (laughs) he was pretty cool. So, uh, anybody, your New Year's resolution going well? Yay! Good for you. I kinda i, I was on trying the sumo wrestler dro- diet, but uh, I don't know. Some dreams die hard. I just doesn't make it. Anyway, tomorrow is Chinese New Year, so you can start again, right? Yeah. Hey, I am from Oakland. Oh, are you from Portland? You look like you have. You know that show Portlandia? Yeah. You're like. <laughs> The guy with the glasses and the hat. The guy? Yeah, the guy. But I mean, just kind of the mix of the two characters, right? There's the guy with the glasses. What's his name? Artisan. Yeah, right. He's got those glasses. She's got the hat. What? What's that? I said, do you want my autograph? Yes, I do. Right here. No. Uh, thanks. So I I like to alienate the audience. So it kind of gets in gear with the rest of my life. So. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much. You've been a wonderful, fantastic audience, and thank you, Snow White. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, thank
1: you. Scott Henry, everyone! All right! Your last comedian. He's making his grand entrance from the toilets. I am uh, so excited every time. I don't know why I'm doing so. It's because he's so great at characters and weirdness. You never know what your next comedian's gonna do or be or see. He's he's a genius, and we love him so much. Clap your hands wildly for Thomas Bridgman.
0: <laughs>
1: Wrong again, you dumb dumb. I'm not him. I'm
15: Benwell <laughs> No, nah, that's that was how I, I was thinking about just coming up here like that, but. <laughs> Learn how to read a list! <laughs> um, I just want to feel my phone. I don't want to look at it. There's nothing, there's nothing in there. I don't have anything written down. Yes, it is. Uh, anybody? Okay, how many uh, people in this room right now... <laughs> uh, have been witness to or suffered from, like, depression, like, clinical depression. I mean, you losers! Don't you know? All you gotta do is tell it, go away, you, you dorky dim-dum, you know? Just depress you. Get out of here, you silly stupid. That's all you gotta do. This is God. Because everybody knows depression is like, you know, it's like sad face. I'm wasting like months and months of my life because I'm locked up in, you know, despair. And like, I'm just like burning from the inside from all the time I've wasted. set myself back months and months and months and months and months. Disappointment to everyone. Mom's worried about you. See, if I had ever suffered from it. (laughs) I would just go, go away! Get out! I'm gonna dance like this, you know? Just do that! Like I play b-ball with it! I'm like, oh, in the ball is the depression. I'm just like, oh, there you go. That's how you do it with the big sad. I'm button Willow McKittridge. <laughs> No, I'm Thomas Bridgman. I'm not Buttonwillow. My rich, but he does seem fun. Buttonwillow. Kit Kittrich, right? My Kittrich. Buttonwillow. That's like if they're calling the name in class on the roll sheet. Did I do that right? Did I do it first? Na- did I do it last name first? <laughs> Mckittridge. That's a cool teacher right there. Like you got, like you're doing fucking roll call in the morning and you see Mckittridge, Buttonwillow. I'm gonna have fun with this one. You're like, uh, you know, you're like, <sighs> McElroy Jonas. Here, okay. Mckittridge. Um, <clears throat> Button Willow! And they're just like, me! Hey! Oh my god, you matched my energy perfectly! This is gonna be a great class! <sighs> awesome choice, Button Willow! <laughs> if your name is Button Willow, that dance cheers you the fuck up. You're just like, yeah. Who's nervous? First day of class, you never know. Who's gonna just stick on the first name? It's
6: unflattering
15: in many ways. A button Willow. When I imagine it, it's like, well, the, word's, you know, the name starts with "butt," so a nickname. They wouldn't be wrong for for nicknaming me "butt." Just like, hey, butt, uh, can you take take a look at this project really quick that we're both working on, both of us signed up together. Oh God, oh, Jesus Christ, this isn't going well. Uh- oh, come on, ease. Really just fucking things up, not only for me, but the people that listen or watch me. God, at least Pam said my shirt was cool. That was good. Mm. This is me. My my insides on the outside. Alright, I love you. Thank you very much.
1: Thomas Bridgman making great radio. I can't wait to listen to that. I'm like, oh, the listening experience of the listener will be so ripe in that moment. (laughs) This is good. Everybody turn around and clap for James Mara, running the ones and twos tonight. He's trained, everyone. We're going to, I don't know when his four to six will be showing up. Probably the the first weekend in February, Uh, there'll be four to six open mic. They don't know what they're calling it yet. Probably like James and Austin. What, what, wasn't there a show, like a Disney show with a James and an Austin? Like a like the Sweet Life with No that was Sweet Life with Zach and Corey. That's a different the, the Sweet Life with James and
4: Austin.
1: Because we should just keep referencing old TV shows from Disney. I'm down. Uh, everybody, hang out. We're gonna have PamTastics in a second. We're gonna play some commercials. We'll be back with some great comedians from eight to ten. Uh, it's fi- it's free for comedians, but the pot treats are five bucks, so it's a wash either way. I mean, you're gonna get know it. how it works. Uh, all right, uh, thank you guys for being here on Happy Hour. Stay tuned for fantastic. Good night. Yay.
0: Back, though you in sneak ya. That's law. Know your bail oh. man and your lawyer number by heart. That's locked. That's law. Interrogation, keep your tongue in park. That's law. You pushing the line, I'm pushing the line. You packing the nine, I'm packing the nine. Your bitches are dying my bitches are dying She curvy and fine. She curvy and fine. You oh. having your bread, I'm having my dough. You selling the mo's, I'm rapping do shows. You powder your nose, I only do drugs. Listen now. am going Got a Alex, Ed. can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm gonna guess waffles. Yo, <laughs> that is incorrect. What? Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts. That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altaCalifornia.com. That's 4altaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out. Today at number four, AltaCalifornia.com.
5: This is Tuchel Metals with Mute in the Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation.
9: Give it to me every time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cash cow kind of
25: Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st and Florida. Contact Pam at pam.sedai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday.
23: to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer.
1: Run! The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the